Good morning. It's Monday morning. Thanks for joining me for another Monday morning meditation. If that name isn't uh, sticking, if it doesn't resonate with you, let me know. Send me an email, arun at enabledword.com. Find me on social media. Uh, I'm not convinced yet that the title of the Monday morning episode works, but nevertheless, I'm still here. And um, regardless of what we call it, what matters is that you take some time uh, to think about this question or this idea that I'm going to pose to you. And so for me, I have for a while now tried to approach each week with a particular question in mind. Um, the last question, the podcast, the show is all about asking important questions, not just of yourself, but of other people. If you missed it last week, we released an episode Thursday afternoon, our regular episodes come out, uh, interview episodes, uh, sometimes solo episodes. If you missed it last week, I talked with a good friend of mine and another former squadron mate, Chelsea Raglan, about leadership. Can you train ethical leaders? It's one thing to talk academically about it, but it's a, it's a totally different thing to practice it. We talked about that and plenty of other things. She's on a heck of a journey, uh, was just promoted again, and is getting ready to move on to another assignment as an active duty Air Force officer. So uh, longer conversation. We had a great time. If you missed it or if you're just now coming across the last question, um, you know, this isn't so much a series as simply uh, important conversations. So each one carries its own weight. And so feel free to start with any episode you'd like. But last week's was definitely a good, a good bit of fun and I've gotten some great feedback on it so far. Okay. Enough of the shameless plugging. It's Monday morning. It's the start of the new week. Uh, if you just heard some background noise, uh, I record in my basement and it's quite chilly. It's 36 degrees outside. We're in central Ohio. And so it's pretty cold down here this morning. Uh, but that's not the question for the week. That's not what I'm going to ask you to think about. So for this week's meditation, I have a question for you. How do you feel when others succeed? How do you feel when others succeed? And in particular, how do you feel if you are a supervisor, team leader, um, perhaps you have direct reports on paper, right? So perhaps the org chart has several people connected to you with a solid line, or maybe you don't. You might exercise informal leadership, you might exercise peer leadership. You might be looked to as a resource in your company, in your organization, on your team, but you may not have any direct reports. In either case, how do you feel when one of your teammates succeeds? When one of your teammates is recognized? When one of your teammates uh, does something great, completes a big project, meets an important deadline? and receives recognition from company leadership, from another senior team leader, from your boss, how do you feel when they succeed and when they enjoy that success? The answer to this question is important for you to understand your approach as a leader and perhaps where you might still need to work on yourself before being the leader that you can be 
investing in other people. So let me be specific. In my case, there's an example last week I heard from uh, another former squadron mate of mine. He had just been selected for a pretty big award, a pretty prestigious award at the uh, numbered Air Force level. So if you've never been in the Air Force, numbered Air Forces are a level of command, two or three stars, uh, two or three star general officers uh, are in charge of those commands. And it's normally grouped by a particular mission type. So I, I spent my Air Force time in ICBMs, intercontinental ballistic missiles. And so uh, the 20th Air Force is responsible for intercontinental ballistic missile operations. Um, we have several numbered Air Forces in the Air Force. This friend of mine won an award for all of 20th Air Force in his category. So there are several 20th Air Force winners. This individual, though, uh, won for his particular category, but he is still competing against um, many people to include those that had won at all the levels below the numbered Air Force. And by the time he made it to the numbered Air Force, he was competing against, uh, I don't remember, five, six, maybe seven people, which at that level, you have to understand all of those five or six or seven people would have competed against several more who competed against several more, right? If you just picture a large organization, military or not, as it goes up the chain, as it goes up every echelon, you're going to continue to whittle down the number of people that are in that eligible pool. So he wins this big award. He gets recognition for his leadership, for his technical acumen, uh, and for getting the job done. And I was thrilled for him. Now, he and I wouldn't have been competing against each other. So it's, it's not like I had to come across any type of disappointment in that regard. But my first feeling was genuinely, that is awesome. Uh, not that I was surprised. He's a great person, a great military officer. But, you know, it, it's a big award. And it can be, it's tough to win those types of awards because the eligible pool of competitors is, is already quite strong. And so as I was texting back and forth with him in a group chat that we have going uh, with a lot of former members of that squadron, you know, everybody is congratulating him and people are sending gifts and random animations and emojis, right? And everybody's happy about it. And it got me thinking, Whenever someone wins an award, and in the military it happens relatively often, we nominate people for quarterly awards and annual awards, and this, this may be the case at your company, your organization, wherever you are too. Sometimes the company we're a part of simply rewards people based on showing up. Uh, sometimes it's simply a rotation. I'm on a team of eight people, and next quarter it's your turn, John. I'm going to put you up for an award and then we'll send you up and see what happens. And then the next quarter, it's Sally's turn. And then the quarter after that, Jason's turn. And then the quarter after that, Amelia's turn and so on and so forth. I've been in organizations like that where recognition felt nice, but then there was also a piece to it that was scripted, built in. So at the end of the day, recognition didn't mean much. It was simply a checkbox for the team leaders, for the supervisors to complete. 
every quarter, every year. I've been in or other organizations where recognition was very hard to come by. No supervisor, no team leader was willing to write the nomination. Team leaders and supervisors who knew enough to say, well, I'm supposed to nominate someone for an award. That's what a good supervisor does. Hey, Bill, Jane, Joe, whatever your name is. Hey, go ahead and write your nomination if you think you deserve it. Write it up. Send it up to me. I'll take a look at it and I'll send it up from there. So now you're in a position where you need to write your own award nomination. I've known plenty of people in this position. They wrote their own nomination. It doesn't make them bad people. They're simply caught in a, on a team in a scenario where recognition will only come if you bring it onto yourself, which in my opinion isn't leadership development. It's simply reinforcement of taking care of number one or CYA as some of us might call it, right? It's a manifestation of CYA. Now I am not trying to denigrate, downplay, scold any of you who have written your own award nominations, particularly when told to, because the supervisor said you, you deserve recognition. We want to put you up for this award. Oh, Hey, by the way, you need to write it up and have it to me on Tuesday. All right. Well, it's tomorrow. Fantastic. The point of this is not to is not to come out and and scold. Like I said, the point of this really isn't even to talk about someone who's written their own award nomination or their own recognition or their own whatever. The point of this is to look back at that supervisor and that team leader and wonder aloud why that person saw fit to delegate one of the few tasks that I would argue is squarely in their lane. If I, as a team leader, team supervisor, believe that one of my team members deserves recognition, it is on me to make that argument. It's not on them. They've already made the argument. They've already done it. It's on me to make that argument. And if I truly believe the person deserves it, then I become their biggest advocate. So as I think about this dynamic and as I think about the times I've seen this go well and not so well, I come back to my question for this week. How do you feel when others succeed? Because I think one of the problems we have in leadership in preparing supervisors, in training the next generation, is if, if you are not genuinely fulfilled and interested in seeing your team members succeed, you won't invest the time it takes to see them succeed, which includes writing the nomination and doing those little things to put their face and name in front of senior leaders in front of senior management in front of the ceo in front of whoever you will not make that effort if you are genuinely interested in seeing other people succeed and seeing your team members succeed you will become their biggest advocate their strongest advocate their most vocal advocate if you're not but in fact you you know that 
on paper, your team member's success equates to your success, which equates to other people looking favorably upon you, well, then you'll take the shortest path to get there, which is, hey, Bill, Joe, Jane, write a nomination. Have it to me by tomorrow. I'll take a look at it, maybe. And then I'll send it up because at the very least, you know, I sent it up. So now it's not up to me. Ask yourself this week, how do you feel? How do I feel when others succeed? How do I feel when others succeed? If you're not excited, if you're not motivated by that idea, if you're not genuinely happy when you see your team members get recognized, get a big win at work or at home for that matter, if you're not energized by that, if you're not excited by that, if you're not fulfilled by that, Ask yourself why. What is it about that idea, that concept that makes you hesitate, that gives you pause? What is it about that scenario you don't like? Being a leader is all about investment in other people. Being a leader is about building a replacement who will be better than you are, who will perform better than you did, who will make better decisions and have more information at their disposal simply by virtue of all the mistakes you've made. Leaders aren't there to give orders. Leaders aren't there to direct activity, although sometimes we do that out of necessity. But leaders really are there to create better versions of us, but not really us individually to create a much better version of the person I'm supposed to be, of the position I'm supposed to hold. And that includes investing in those team members' individual successes. How do you feel when others succeed? How do you feel when others win? How do you feel when others have a great day? Ask yourself that question this week. The answer may or may not surprise you, but certainly, if the answer is um, conflicted, if it takes you a while to come up with the answer, dig a little bit deeper. Why don't you feel good when others succeed? Why do you get upset or sad or disappointed or unmotivated? If that's you, ask yourself why. That'll be an important conversation for you to have with yourself and perhaps a friend or family member that you trust. Have a great week this week. Uh, it's supposed to be sunny and in the 80s here in central Ohio, no matter where you are. I hope you have uh, some great weather. We're getting into late spring and coming close to summertime. So hopefully it's a good week for you. Uh, it's Monday, but be intentional this week. Have a great week. Set your goals accordingly. Take a breath of fresh air, get some exercise, and get your sweat on this week. Hug a loved one. Make sure they know how much you appreciate having them in your life, and we will talk to you soon.